What's up, guys? As promised, I am back here without a mustache. <laughs> I failed. I could not do No Shave November. I did try, but at about day three and a half, it just got too itchy. All right, there's a certain point where it just becomes inconvenient. Is it rugged and beautiful and handsome when I got a little facial hair? Of course it is, dude. Okay, I'd be stopping traffic. I'd be causing traffic jams. But, uh, you know, as much as I love watching the... 401 just get backed up for miles. I don't even know where the 401 is. I hear people talk about all the highways all the time, and I never know any of the numbers, okay? Even in my own town, the 401, the 97, the 84. Dude, I don't know any of them. I know I do. People just throw out these numbers I have yet to learn. Anyway, yeah, you just go down 61, you'll get there. 60, okay, yeah, cool. I'm like, what freaking road is that actually called? Call it what it is. Why does everything out have code names? But anyways, yeah. I, I couldn't do it anymore. I tried. I freaking did. All three and a half days. Um, but you know what? It is a new time change, okay? So times are changing, and that means I, you know, it's changed up the facial hair traditions. I didn't know where I was going with that. But yeah, dude, Um, what am I doing? Am I going into the show without actually starting the show? <laughs> there we go. See? We're going to get right back to it. I don't even care. Usually we have, like, a whole open and we're going to address the thing that we we'll talked about in the gold open, but not this time. Yay! We fix it. We finish. We persevere. What's up, guys? Welcome back to All Over the Place. My name is Tristan Sartoris. I'm kidding. The podcast is called Full Circus, and that is because it is a crazy warehouse full of silly ideas and people who don't know how to act normal. Point being me. Um, so what's up, dude? What I was just saying <laughs> is that, yeah, times have changed, okay? Literally, we've gone back an hour. It's a new time where you're waking up just a little bit earlier than, uh, you know, you probably would have liked to. I think most people are actually in a routine, in a schedule, unlike myself, who I'm just like flying by the seat of my pants. Oh, my back pockets. And I have a hard time getting into a, a routine. But people who actually have one, you got to be getting thrown all kinds out of whack because you know I'm waking up at seven every day, every day, every day. And then you wake up at six and boom, things are just a little bit different. I'm a creature of habit, which sucks because I don't have a habit, you know, I don't have a way to kind of lock in. But it is very convenient for me because then I can, well, I can get back in early because I'm just not a good sleeper. But I've been trying. OK, I've been getting there. It's, it is tricky. I won't lie to you. I was getting pretty close recently, and then I had to take my parents to the airport, and they are like, hey, you know, your sleep's pretty rough. How do you feel about taking us to the airport at 3 a.m.? I was like, 3 a.m.? Okay, you know, I was going to try and sleep, but whatever. And I took them out, and of course that didn't go well because they missed their flight. And I drove back home not knowing, so I woke up the next morning. I was like, oh, you know what? That sucked, but at least you did a good deed. They're safe. They're having fun in Florida. I walk out in the family room, and they're ah, having breakfast. Like, what the fuck? Oh, oh, sacrifice? For what? Um, so it was unfortunate for both parties, but I did have to go pick them up after they eventually did make it to Florida. And so I couldn't fix my sleep schedule until I got them there and then came back. And that took even longer into the night because their, their freaking flight was late. And I don't know if the flight was going to be late beforehand until my parents got on it because that's just the Sartor's way. Like we have a way of, of, you know, slowing things down. So they're like, hey, just get here like 15 minutes early. I was like, okay, 15 minutes. You know, that sounds a bit early early because I know things are going to go. But I'm like, oh, okay. 
I'm going to listen. I'm going to abide by the instructions. So I get there and I say, yes, yeah, sorry. It's going to be a minute. I take these giant laps that you have to go around, you know, at the airport where there's just no convenient way to just park off to the side until someone says I'm really ready to get into the lane. So you have to drive like three miles in this giant loop. You're like, are we racing? You see the same cars going next to us. Yeah, you too. Your parents also told you to be here at the same time. Okay. So I keep doing that thing over and over again. And about 45 minutes later, then I get them. So, yeah, it's our tourist way. We were late, and I stayed up late. And now, with this time change, I'm hoping I can just eat my way back into... Not really back. I don't know when the last time I ever had a normal sleep schedule. Maybe college, okay? But even then, my classes started at different times, so I was never waking up at the same time. I'm like, oh, is this a 3 p.m. day? <laughs> it looks like we're sleeping till 2.30. So... Yeah, it's it's nice. I like it. I like this time change. I know I've been trying to say get rid of daylight savings times for a long time. And what's funny is when I first mentioned that on the podcast like years ago, I thought that was a silly, ridiculous thought until like later on. I was like, yeah, you know, we're really petitioning trying to get this freaking thing back. I'm like, wait, well, I was, I was just being dumb and silly. So now did I make it up? Probably not. But I'm going to take credit for it because I don't know where there's any more documented proof about another foolish person spouting out facts in a closet until people eventually listen to him. But yeah, I think this is the better daylight savings time um, just because right now I'm in a better rhythm, but we'll see what happens when it happens. You know, if time can change, then let's change with the times and get rid of it. That's what I was trying to say with the whole facial hair thing. But look at that. Um, but yeah, dude, sleep's just hard. It is hard for me. I'm a guy with thoughts, man. And sometimes I don't even know what to do with the thoughts. I've just got handfuls of them, you know? Like when you're a kid and you just have a bunch of trash and just keep handing it to your mom. She's like, I don't know what the freaking, what am I going to do with this? You know, I, I, okay. You know, just stuff it in her purse. I just, I have all these and I just have, I don't, I don't know what to do with it, man. Or like when your daddy's like, okay, you know, hold these, gives you a bunch of quarters and you're like, oh, I, I've got power. And it, it's just, it's overwhelming. I got so many thoughts. Last night, I <laughs> I couldn't fall asleep for a little bit because I was I was there and I was dreaming and I've been doing this thing where I think about a very calming, peaceful place out in the world where I can rest my little head. So I think about this ocean and it's sunset and I'm on a nice white hammock and I'm in a linen shirt and things are just peaceful, okay? And then as I'm beginning to drift off, my brain goes, oh, the sunset, it's getting pretty warm, ozone layer. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, ozone layer. And my mind automatically, like, Dr. Seuss just wants to rhyme for some reason. I go, the flow zone layer. What's that called? And then I keep thinking, oh, the flow zone layer is a rap group full of a bunch of white guys who think they are the protectors of rhythm and poetry. And I just couldn't stop laughing at that. These guys are like, yeah, we are protecting the sanctity of rap. No, go to talk, Mac, swag, tack. And, um, and they wouldn't be good at rapping, but I thought that was just such a silly premise that uh, I woke all the way back up and you know how long it took me to get back to that beach and every time I get back to the beach now in my mind palace okay in my little mental vacation I see the flow zone layer and they're waiting for me so I can't comfortably get in this imaginary hammock without seeing these guys swagged out with bucket hats and freaking glasses that are broken in the middle but they're taped up and like trying to spit rap I don't know man so now I gotta find a new a new place to reside. But that's why I can't sleep, dude. I just got so many thoughts like that, and they just wake me up, and I'm done for. I'm done. So, yeah. 
trying to work with the time change, hoping to hoping to dial my sleep back. It's just there's so much there's so much going on up here, man. It's like in Bruce Almighty when he gets the powers from God and then he starts hearing all the prayers. He's like, oh, what the fuck? Let's go. What is that noise? That's how I feel 24 seven, and it gets so loud when I try to go to bed. It's like, oh, it's quiet. Let's fill the silence. But you guys know that because we've been talking about this for how long? How many episodes? 140. That's right. 140 episodes of insomnia. Give me the awards. The insomnia accolades. Oh, we're bringing it back. We love that. Make a t-shirt. Um. So anyways, yeah, waking up. I have been trying to wake up earlier again, not getting the most sleep, but trying to establish a routine, which is tricky when the clock's winding back, but we're getting it. I think it helps. I think it helps. Um, yeah. And then what also helps keep me awake is that the house is just freezing as always, you know, this is really just a recap of what it's like being with the family. Oh, you know, you have bad sleep. The start horses are late and it's cold. The three staples of what it's like to be in my life. Um, yeah. And there's just this thing where as cold as it gets, right. And I never adapt to it. I would like to think that, you know, my body would slowly just, you know, get with the times and time would change. Um, because that's what they say. They say, yeah, you eat a little bit of poison every day. Your body adapts. You can handle the poison. You know, I would like to be like Bruce Lee. Just be like water. Okay. That sounds like a hydrated man. You just gotta, you put water in the cup. Water becomes the cup. Put water into the teapot, water becomes the teapot. You put Tristan in the cold house, he becomes the freezing guy. Um, so yeah, it keeps getting colder, and my dad is adjusting to it, and then he keeps making it colder than that. So it's like 62 degrees inside when I wake up, and that is why I've done well at staying awake, is because it's so freaking cold. Um, yeah, man, you know like when your parents would bundle you up and make sure you don't like catch a cold to go outside or something like that. Hey, you know, you gotta make sure and make safe. You don't want to get any sickness. My parents didn't do that. Okay. I've been bundled up inside by the time I go out in the freezing snow when I went to go catch the bus the one year I went to public school, I was removing layers because I have to protect myself indoors. But when I go out there, I'm like, oh gosh, it's only freaking nine below. I gotta get some of this stuff off. It's freezing, man. It is freezing. On the flip side of that, dude, I'm always good with the heat. We know this. I, I've been trying. I, I have already given up. Okay. But in this past week, I was trying to be more hot tub guy. Okay. I thought that would be a nice soothing relaxation thing to kind of, you know, slow the brain down before you go in. Because it's hard to think so fast when your body's just soup. And you're like, oh, these carrots, celery, you know, whatever else you want to add to that. And... It didn't really help. I was still thinking just as fast, but now it was warm. You know, I was just like, oh, now I'm comfortable. Let me think. <laughs> but yeah, I've been trying to do the hot tub a little bit more. And I gave up on that <laughs> because much like how my dad adapts to cold, I feel like I do that to heat. Like I'll hop at 105 degrees and then about 90 seconds later, I'm like, okay, you know, I've, I've got it. I've got the gist. And from now on, as long as I stay near, it's only going to keep getting colder. You know, and it stays 105, but my body just keeps getting uh, closer, closer. And then I'm just, I'm fine. And I'll never reach that peak, you know, point of comfort and warmth that I had right when I get in. So why even waste my time and stay? Other than that, dude, 105 feels like lukewarm to me. And that's, no, nothing is good lukewarm L at all. 
Nothing, okay? Everyone's like, hey, revenge is best served cold. No, some things are good cold. Ice cream is cold, okay? But nothing is good lukewarm. Revenge is best served lukewarm, dude. Okay, meals can be hot, great. Meals can be cold, great. Nothing. Ice cream that's lukewarm, awful. Burger that's lukewarm, awful. Cold burger, still somehow good. But most things can be hot or cold, but lukewarm, absolutely atrocious. And that's how I feel when I'm inside of a hot tub. So I wasn't really liking the relaxation part. And then, <laughs> much like my clumsy self, dude, I got out of the hot tub. And I was upset because I couldn't be comfortable anymore. I was like, this just isn't working. I'm falling asleep. And why am I even wasting my time in here? Okay? I could be thinking about the flow zone layer right now. But instead, I'm just, you know, in a freaking a pool of my own sweat. And it's not even hot. So I tried to step out of the freaking thing and whatever way that the stairs were like set up, okay, I think my family, it's it's a trap really. So I, I step onto this thing and it slides out from beneath the bricks or whatever it was and I, I slip, the stairs go flying, bricks scatter and I tumble down onto the deck and my foot's bleeding all over the place. I went from what was supposed to be the most relaxing thing, it wasn't, but the supposed to be the most relaxing thing to laying cold, now I'm lying on the cold hot ground. Ouch, literally. I'm just bleeding in the freezing wind. I've got no shirt on and it's just a cold, just horrible. I mean, rest assured, I was not any more relaxed and prepared to go to bed after that. But yeah, I walked back in and my brother is like, did you, what, what, did you fall down? What happens? Like, yeah, dude, I'm like, I'm bleeding, bleeding and, and I'm wet and Dude, that's just not how hot tub experiences are supposed to be. So, uh, suffice it to say, I think I'm done with them for now. I just, I don't, I don't want to even risk it. I mean, why, why risk the injuries for what? For what? Lukewarm water? Forget about it. Um, other than that, dude, what's been happening? Oh, so I bought my computer. Okay. I bought a MacBook last year through Best Buy, right? And Best Buy had this promotion going where basically if you bought it, you didn't have any interest on it for a full year. And I knew this, okay, but I had kind of forgotten about it. So I've just been paying like the minimum thing. And by the time <laughs> this last month came around, they're like, hey, you know, it's one year. We've been having the deferred interest and everything, but you didn't actually pay it all up. So here comes the interest. And I guess I had missed that email or something. So out of nowhere, while I still have like, 500 bucks left I need to just pay on the thing but I've just been taking my sweet time with it uh, I get whopped in the face with like $700 of interest I'm like wait deferred interest you said the freaking thing and it wouldn't come back a promotion so now it went all the way back up to the $1200 that it originally was and everything I paid didn't exist and I know what you're thinking, Tristan, that's exactly how interest works. No one should be so stupid and foolish to not be paying attention or to risk such a thing. But hey, that's me. Welcome to the circus. So I wasn't thinking, and I get slapped in the face with life, okay? Financial dollars. Um, but I don't settle for this, okay? I, I don't let things go like that. I don't go down without a fight. That's me. And now, you know, some of you might be thinking, what more can you do? Okay, you... You made a deal with the devil, and the devil, you know, took some money. Sometimes Lucifer, you know, gets his coin. But I decided to go on the attack. All right, I was not going to just take this lying down. So I do this thing where I don't want to endorse lying, okay? I think lying is bad. I think it's horrible. I think morally it's not great. But there are certain times in life and circumstances 
you know, we're lying to help to get out of some things. Now, I don't think you should ever lie to someone who trusts you and betray the trust of people that you love or care about or people that are relying and expecting the truth out of you, right? I think that is always bad. That doesn't make what I'm about to say morally right or okay, but I don't know who I really hurt. So I do this thing more often than not when I misread an email and I get $700 uh, tacked onto my fee where I pretend to be an elderly person because, you know, who gets more sympathy than the elderly, right? So I go, oh, you know, I'm older and I missed the email. I go, oh, okay, now we're getting a little points. And they say, oh, you know, no problem. So I can actually just direct you to how you can go and pay it. And okay, you're going to wave off the elderly person. I say, okay, well, sorry, it wasn't just that, but also it was my granddaughter's birthday. Twist a little bit. Okay, I'm putting in the knife and I'm just gently twisting. Oh, I'm an elderly person with a granddaughter? You're not going to wave, wave some of those fees? Now I got them on the heartstrings, okay? And I do the same story freaking every time. Now this could be wrong. I mean, it, it is, it's definitely wrong, okay? Do not do this, but it works. So I'm this elderly person with a granddaughter and then every time they start to feel bad, you're like, okay, you know what? Let's hop on the phone. Let's sort this thing out. I'm sure we can see what we can do. And then, this is where I might cross a little bit of the line, but I say that I can't communicate verbally. I don't say I'm mute or deaf, but I just say I can't communicate verbally. I, I don't have the ability to communicate verbally. Um, and that just might mean, you know, I, I was at a concert and I was, I lost my voice, you know, who knows, but they always assume, you know, something and they say, okay, you know what, instead of arguing with this probable mute or deaf elderly person with a granddaughter who just had a birthday and that, you know, I had to spend my money buying my granddaughter birthday gifts. We can't be spending $700 on a new computer. This elderly person just bought a sweet MacBook. So anyways, long story short, they waive the freaking fees. Yeah. He gets away with it again, dude. So look, don't lie to people you love. Don't lie to people you care about or people that care about you. Even if you don't love or care about them, but if they're going to treat you with the amount of respect and put their trust and faith in you, then don't do that. Okay. I think all things, all lies are morally wrong, but I think those are just, uh, downright evil. But who am I to say? You know, I just lied my way off $700 and I will continue to use that lie over and over and over again until it doesn't work. And then I will add a new character trait onto this elderly person. They're like, okay, you know what? We'll just email and we can figure it out because you can't communicate verbally. I'm like, oh, so sorry. I can't get to my computer right now. I've got a limp, you know? Oh, my freaking, my peg leg is acting up. And I'm like, I'm sorry. But, you know, we'll figure it out as we go on. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing, man. Anything to save a buck. I just, I'm an actor. I got to impersonate. I got to bring some sort of character to life. Is that an excuse to lie? For sure. But, uh, hey, you know, at least my computer's bait off. Um, other than that, man, recently I've been, so we've been working on this apartment, right? And I jumped the gun a little bit because I've been trying to find things to furnish and get ready and whatever. And <laughs> I was looking at couches. Now, I do this thing where, okay, look, I don't think it's wrong, wrong, but I just lowball people, just not out to be disrespectful, but just, it's a Hail Mary. You know, why not take a shot? So I'll see something that's like, oh, this is a $1,200 couch. I'm like, all right, 150 And then I, no, friggin' heck, no, 10% off day was, was yesterday, Jack. And they get upset and... And, you know, I don't mean to do it, but sometimes you, you luck into a sweet deal 
where you actually do get something great. So I've just been, I've been, you know, really tormenting the entirety of Ohio lately. Everyone in my 80 mile radius is just getting a message where it's like, it's so criminally low and I feel bad about it, but I know just somewhere out there. I'm going to find somebody who's desperate enough to get rid of something off their hands. They go, you know what? Just friggin' thank it. All right, just fine. Have it. I'm like, yes. Got one. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I should start bringing I would bring my elderly character into play here, but we need to go into person to pick it up. They're like, you? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm his grandson. Yeah, my sister's birthday. She was stuck with the new toys that she got. Whatever. Hey, it's half the thing. Um, so that's what I've been doing. But. Now, if you feel bad for these people on Facebook or if you feel bad for your Best Buy, don't feel bad because I'm going to tell you where karma slapped me back in the face, okay? So I've had this PS3 and PS4 that I've been trying to sell for a while, right? Now we flipped it. I've been the buyer. I've been lowballing people. Now I'm the seller and I'm trying to highball people, okay? I'm like trying to sell things like, how much can we get it? And it's not working, dude. I went to a place called The Exchange where they buy all these old and used video games and consoles and such. And and my brother had sold his for a hefty penny there. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, there's some hefty and heavy pennies to be made here at the exchange. I'll clean these up. I'll blast them up. <laughs> you know, I freaking restore and they're back to factory settings. The whole kit and caboodle, okay? Kit and caboodle stamp of approval. It's right there on the thing. You look at that and you go, wow. Kid and Caboodle? So I bring both of these systems, my PS3 and PS4, to this place expecting it to go well. What I did not expect was to wait. Okay, they they have to run these whole diagnostics and all these things on the, all the discs and the games and the controllers and the system itself, even though I just restored everything. But I understand it. They have to make sure it's... It's quality and safe that they can sell up to other people. So I'm like, okay, how long do I wait? They say 45 minutes. I say, okay, no problem. I go out to the car and I roam about and do whatever for 45 minutes. Still nothing. They're going to call me when it's done. 15. An hour passes. Okay, more. And then like two and a half hours go by and they say, hey, hey, your thing's done. Come back in. We can go over the prices and what we're willing to offer you. I walk back in there expecting to say, oh, here's your cash, here's your money, but they have everything back on the counter, neatly wrapped up the way I had already brought it in and say, yeah, we we didn't want any of it. I'm like, what? What? what, what? Like, No, it works fine. It's just that we have all these other ones already. So, you know, we don't really need any. Now, here's my problem. Okay. Why didn't you say something before I just walked around for freaking almost three hours? If you knew, like they said, yeah, it's in great condition. It's just we have so many of them already. Why'd you even take it? Like, yeah, what are the, the phrase they use? They say, we're not in on any of it. Like it was Shark Tank. I was pitching, yeah, you know, and for that reason, we're out. Dude, just say that when I walk in the door. So I go to a different exchange. I'm thinking, you know what? I know another place, and maybe they don't have as many PS3s or PS4s, and I will be ready to get my hefty, heavy pennies. So I go there, and before I even bring the stuff up on the counter, I'm looking around, and I see that they don't have a bunch of PS4s or PS3s in excess. And I put it back on the counter. He says the whole same thing. So I get to be 45 minutes, but then I go, okay, you know what? I wish it was already in the system and you could have just checked with the other exchange that they say, hey, we ran it properly. Don't worry about it. But they don't do that. So I walk back out. Of course, they underestimated how long it was going to be, much like the Sartors family. They're late with their 
the freaking synapses. So I roam about a whole new area of Ohio. I'm just like, I've, I've seen all the stores. I know that I'm not going to buy anything anyway. I'm just waiting to hear back about how there's much money I'm going to make on these things that I've been trying to sell. And they actually say that they don't have enough PS3s or PS4s, but uh, that PS3s and PS4s just aren't worth anything to them. And I go, are you freaking, what, why, why? He's like, yeah, you know, it's just the PS5 and a bunch of malarkey and whatever and minutiae and you're not really paying attention to what I'm going to say because I can tell you're tuning out. And um, and the guy was so friendly too, but I just, I felt bad that I was like, N- I'm not going to take $18 for the system, you know, you paid 400 for. And so I don't know what I'm going to do with that. And maybe that's my fault. You know, whatever money I saved on Best Buy, I'm losing and trying to just offload these systems. So maybe I just give them away for free at this point. I don't even know. But yeah, so that was a waste of time. Colossally. Okay, I went to a place. They just rejected it straight up. And then I finally, I'm like seven hours into this whole gig. And they're like, you know what? We're going to buy them. I go, yes. And you go, but (laughs) for nothing. I just want to have them for free. And um and that's they they didn't have a ton of PS3s or PS4s, but they just said it's just they're not rare, and and that's the way that it is. And I don't know why that is, man. Okay, it sucks that things just degrade in value over time, and it sucks that this other place just has like what part of that little town just everyone just has a bunch of other game systems that they've been offloading. Has everybody else been scamming money out of Best Buy too? Am I the only person with an elderly character? God, I should have used that on the phone before I asked how much my PS4 would be worth. Yeah, it's about $18. We'll give you 18 bucks for this. I say, oh, um, well, it's actually my grandfather's, you know, he, hard gamer, but he, 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 I would ring him up and he could talk to you, but he can't communicate verbally. And maybe that would get something. But who knows, man, if I keep lying, I don't know how far this karma hole is going to shove me down because so far it's already taking me out of the exchange race. But I'm not worried about it. Nope, I'm going to keep on scamming. And listen, that's just the way that it is. I don't think it's a problem, is it? I don't think so. I'm going to sell my stuff somehow, some way. Things always work out for me, okay? Be careful, tempting fate. I won't. Um, man, it's just the way things are, and that's cool. Listen, Best Buy's got a lot of money. It's not like I didn't pay full price for the laptop anyway. I just got out of the $700 of fake money that they had interested themselves in. This is $700 of interest. Yeah, what does that mean? We're interested in some extra dollars, please. I was like, I didn't miss a freaking payment. I don't even, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. And that's the elderly part of my brain who just... Missed those emails, I guess. That's his fault, but it's chill. It's fine. Um, so anyways, yeah, things do work out for me. Most notably, dude, I was at the store today, and I was at the Dollar Tree. I was just grabbing a couple snacks, and, and for whatever reason, everybody else was too. I guess 2 p.m. was just, we all got the nom-noms. And so I'm in this huge line. And you know Dollar Tree, there's always, in every store really, I don't know why there's just rows and rows of cashiers, but everything's self-checkout now. So I, I went to Meijer the other day too, and there's just a single line that everyone like tries to go through, even though self-checkout works, but it's just, it doesn't matter. But anyways, yes, they only have one person at Dollar Tree as well, and no self-checkout. So we're all waiting in line, and <laughs> there was this like 
crazy lady who was kind of talking to herself in the store as I was shopping. She's like, yeah, I was trying to find a bunch of things and then for everything else and some stuff and the ranch and go. And, you know, she might have just been remembering her, her, you know, grocery list, but she seemed a little psychotic to me. And I would know because I'm also crazy. So I saw her and I just made a quick little, you know, check. I like, oh, there's that. Okay, if anything goes down, just remember you saw it, you know to get out. But I see her in line. Somehow she gets in front of me. And she's still kind of like talking or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to look at the nation. Okay, well, you know, let's, it's not COVID anymore, but let's separate a little bit. And so she's sitting here, and eventually her like indistinctive, incomprehensible chatter uh, picks up with someone else that's in front of her. It's like, oh, yeah, you also got a thing. It's like, yeah, you know, I also got, you know, bacon bits. And eventually, this line's so long, and I've been listening to her, her chatter for so long, that she's just like, um, well, see you later. And she just has everything in her trench coat, like just these buckets. She has ranch bacon bits and like eight dish towels and she's just holding them in her little trench coat. And she just walks out the door. She just steals. She just takes all of it, dude. And, you know, I would have stopped it, but, and, you know, I didn't really want to mess with somebody. Who knew what they were? Also, it was like eight, I mentioned it was the dollar store. Those things, you know, it was, it was eight dollars worth of crimes, and and I was like, I don't want to lose my spot in line. I've been waiting here already. So, look, am I the hero the world deserves? Probably not. Maybe I'll stop it eventually, but I think she needed those things more than more than we did. Um, so yeah, she stole, and then I thought, well, that sucks. I didn't stop at Karma's going to come back to get me again. So I'm sitting behind this lady who has a thousand items. I'm like, well, that's that was quick. And then she turns around to me and she says, hey, I'm sorry. Would you like to go in front of me? And I go, screw you, Karma. I'm still getting out of here. So I walk in front of this lady and I get the check out before everybody. And then they're waiting for the other 7,000 items. Yeah, dude. Things always work out for you, boy. That's because I got a good heart. Sure, I get out of interest. Sure, I pretend to be an elderly person from time to time. But that doesn't mean I'm not a good boy. Okay? So, <laughs> yeah, that was cool. And I made sure she knew how appreciative I really was. Also, though. I bought chapstick and I, I put it on the counter as I, I was checking out and the guy was like, um, this is this also yours? And but he said it in a way that made me feel like I shouldn't be wearing chapstick. Dude, okay, my lips get chapped. What is is that such a crime that I don't want my, my lips to be chapped? Dude, when your lips are chapped, it feels like when you blow a a, a bubble, okay, with your gum and it just flaps right across your lips and it dries into it. That's how chapped lips feel. And it sucks so bad. So I bought these and now it feels like I made out with a stick of butter. So now I feel clean. I feel clear. But anyways, I felt like he was judging me. And I said, <laughs> I said, yeah, dude, it's cold out here for your boy. And that's exactly how I said it. And the whole line erupts with laughter. I'm like, oh, he's so freaking funny. I'm like, yeah, he skips the line. He pretends to be elderly and he makes everyone laugh and he gets out of here. Things always always work out for me. Of course, they could have been laughing at me. Maybe they also thought it was a, a dorky thing to do to be wearing chapstick as a, a grown man. I don't know. Man, he didn't even he didn't contemplate the possibilities of the situation. What if they were laughing at me? Oh, that sucks, man. It's a good thing I'm good at getting over stuff. Golly, my mental health is so good and strong. Um, so anyways, what else is happening? Not much. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. 
I have a couple things here, but they're like bigger, longer bits, and I think I'm going to sing over the next episode. But you know what? I've been having a good time. I've been having a good week. It's just busy. November is just, it's busy because I'm trying to get situated in like a multitude of different areas. You know when you're trying to take on just a bunch of different things, and you tell yourself, just bite off a little bit. I can't possibly chew the whole steak. I can't even fit it in my whole face. But I can't help wanting to try. So I keep taking on just different things, different ideas. And, you know, I'm trying to work on that new flow zone layer album. <laughs> but, you know, I have all the pieces, all the elements, all the different avenues. I'm trying to drive and, and just freaking build roads for for every every little mental street I can I can come up with. So it's a little bit odd, but you mix that in with the Christmas time and it's peaceful and it's nice. And you listen to music and you go, hey, things aren't that bad. Michael Buble said, have a merry little Christmas. So gosh, dang it, I will. But I hope you guys are having a beautiful Christmas time. I hope you're celebrating Christmas already. Don't miss out, all right? People judge others who start putting up Christmas decorations. They go, oh, it's freaking this early already. You're all like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I was talking to Shana, who did a voice in the Respectoplasm, and she's Canadian, and she said they have Thanksgiving in October, okay? So furthermore, if you are Canadian... You have no excuses, although I'm pretty sure it's cold all the time, so just celebrate Christmas full year round. But also, look, they could celebrate Christmas without any freaking pushback from the end of October onward. And that's a beautiful thing, man. So think of it through the eyes of a Canadian or somebody who just doesn't care about Thanksgiving as much as people do. I always think it's weird how that's the argument against people who set up decorations. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. It's like, does it, does it matter? I'll be celebrating Christmas on Thanksgiving. What is Thanksgiving to you anyways? Most people just complain and show up late anyways. Like, oh man, I can't believe we waited to set up these Christmas decorations because I haven't had a half a turkey yet. I don't know what the reasoning there is. But um, yeah, dude, just celebrate stuff, right? Like the same thing with Halloween. Don't get into December and then it's like December 18th. You're like, oh my gosh, the holidays are going so fast. Yeah, no, duh. You silly old fool, because you waited until it was half over to start, okay? No wonder the race has already been ran, because I'm already planning my Christmas presents light years ahead of you. You're still focused on a three-course meal, and most of it isn't going to be that good. So let me leave you with that, a little bit of peace, and just say, one, do whatever you like, but two, don't judge the other people who just like a little bit of sparkly lights and a little bit of jazz and music and meringue and, you know, ring a whatever kind of instruments go into that. Um, so guys, thank you so much. This has been a really great episode for me. I'm working and working um, again, as always, about just letting go of wherever my mind wants to go. There's definitely a lot of times in this podcast where you'll notice that it can kind of jump, cut and jump out. <laughs> and... That's usually because the camera can only record for however many minutes. I have to keep on resetting it. Um, but sometimes it's also because I'll not only lose place or my train of thought, or I'll wander so far that it can be taken offensive or insensitive. And I, I just, I, I let my brain wander and then I judge myself for where it wanders to. I'm like, hey, here you go, kid. Just explore the forest. And he starts walking left, like, not that way. So it's just difficult, but I'm trying to allow myself the freedom to be me and the freedom to go places. And 
I think I just need to allow myself to be insensitive sometimes and make the jokes that might be offensive. And that's not what I want to be doing because I can just reflect on it when it's happening. Of that, look, this clearly isn't how I want it to be, but I don't know. Whenever you get in your head, you're no longer behind the mic, and that's the problem. Is that I just I've felt really good about this episode so far because I feel like I've just been letting it fly. Okay, this is the flow zone layer, baby. This is exactly what I'm talking about. But without the rhyme, this is the podcast where I just flow and I'm protecting the sanctity of all that is conversational. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for having fun with me. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. And I will see y'all in the next freaking episode. Get some sleep, adjust to the new time change, and put on lots of coats. Pretend to be an elderly person if you get yourself in a bind. Sometimes it's financial. Sometimes, you know, maybe somebody's just threatening you. And they ring up your phone and say, Hey, take your freaking decorations down. It's not even Thanksgiving. I'm going to beat you up. And you go, I... I I'm going to write you an email. I can't actually verbally communicate. Um, But, you know, surely your grandson will (laughs) communicate on your behalf. Guys, thank you so much. I will see you in the next one.